Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network, the Authors on Fire podcast. I am Pat Rulo, here today with a Firebird Book Award winning author to share with you, Mickey Taylor, and the winning book is titled Bentley's Fantabulous Idea. Mickey's professional career includes 14 plus years as an award winning travel agency owner, 25 plus years in the accounting industry, and now a best selling, award winning, fantabulous children's author. She has always dreamed of writing children's books and changing lives, but the timing was never right until now. Her work is inspired by her furry, not-human bestest friend and forever muse, Bentley, who has become the main character in her books, along with her bestest, not-furry human friend, Betty, and their trusty sidekick friend, Mr. B. Mickey's books are written in a very light, fun-hearted tone, to enlighten and entertain with adventures that are disguised as life lessons and teachable moments. So much fun, and I am excited to find out more. Welcome to the network, Mickey. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and chat a little bit more about my book and the characters and everything that went into creating it. (laughs) I look forward to that, too. Before we dig in, congratulations on winning the Firebird Book Award. I was happy to send that email to you that morning. Well, thank you. I was very happy to receive it and super shocked. (laughs) Um, Always, it's, it's always a great a great feeling whenever you see that somebody else has recognized your work because we, of course, all think that our work is great, but when others recognize it, it just makes it that much more special. Well, I'm happy you were happy about it. A lot of work and love goes into books. And I always think an extra little sprinkle goes into children's books. I just always feel there's just that little extra something that goes into a book for children. So, um, I'm always happy to get those as entries, and when they win, it just makes me feel good as well. So you say that you always wanted to be a writer. What was the tipping point when you said, today's the day? (laughs) Well, I was working, um, so to give a really brief backstory, obviously, I am a travel agency owner, and I still own and operate that business, but our industry took a huge hit with the pandemic. So um, even though I had a great book of business, you know, people get really shy about traveling. And it was one of those things, do I really want to focus all my attention on travel again? And I had just decided that it wasn't going to be my full-time forever job. I will always have my agency, but I went back to accounting because Obviously, I needed to pay the bills. So I was working for a company that actually I was in a situation that I'd never been in in all my 50 plus years of being on this earth, which a lot of people deal with it, um, a bully. And that was a whole new experience for me. So what started out as what I was hoping would be a great uh, job, working relationship actually turned very messy and very bad. And I actually went to a pretty dark place and wasn't really happy. 
And so I just kept trying to think, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not happy. I want to be happy. Should I go back to travel full time? And then when I got my dog, Bentley, during right before the pandemic um, lockdown, um, we had an outdoor experience every day when I took him out to go potty. There was this big, and when I say big, it was the biggest, fattest bumblebee I had ever seen. And I knew, like, Bentley and the Bee, like, that was what I thought my book would be called or, you know, like, tagline. And then during COVID, uh, my grandmother passed away, and her name was Betty. And I always, like, she was like my best friend. So I knew I wanted to honor her and include her. And it just became this path. It just all kind of fell into place. And when I decided that I was going to leave that uh, not-so-fun position last year around October, um, it just I was like, okay, now's the time that I'm going to write the book. So that's kind of, kind of how it became the right time. Oh my, there, there's so much to talk about in that story. Really, really, really. I, as you're telling it, I was feeling it. Yeah, just the uncertainty of everything, not only of what you were going to do, but the times and what was going to happen. I have to tell you, with so many of my conversations this past year, so much good and writing and creativity and life-changing moments came for people during that very, very dark time of the pandemic where there was just so much uncertainty and no one knew what they were going to do and what was going to happen. So for me, that is so heartening to see that people people always have that ability to rise above in situations like that. And then there's that whole piece of a, of a bully. I mean, here you are an adult. It's like, for heaven's sakes, aren't we over that? Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. It was totally different territory for me. It had never happened to me. I mean, maybe maybe as a kid, yeah. you know, but nothing that I that sticks into in my mind. But it just was absolutely miserable. Um, very condescending, and it just made me realize, like, I'm too old to deal with mm-hmm. this. Like, I don't want to deal with this. So I was extremely fortunate that you know. I did have my travel business still, and I could fall back on that, Mm -hmm. and I could just take the leap and say, okay, now's the time. Mm -hmm. And during COVID, I I had wanted to write the book during COVID, but it it just kind of, I mean, COVID for me was a very odd experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I went through a ton of emotion, Um, you know, I'd be okay one day, and then I'd be mad and very angry for a couple you know, a little while because I was mad at what was happening. I had literally built my business from nothing mm-hmm. and um, worked really hard. And I even lived with my daughter at college because the rent was cheap and I, you know, could focus and really take the time and do what I needed to do to build that business up. Um, so I went through a lot of emotions. I did dabble and write, you know, write some ideas down and I kept a journal, like a writing journal during that time. Funny that nothing I wrote, um, really went into the first book. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it did, it did help me, you know, start bridging that gap to wanting to be a writer and to feed my writing, um, appetite, so to speak, 
um, when I was a travel, uh, working as a full-time travel advisor, I worked with a company, Travel Pulse, and they had a couple um, travel agent magazines. So I wrote a monthly column in one of those, and it was called Agent at Home, and wrote different pieces for them for their website and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that gave me, you know, the outlet to work on my writing. A lot of people say when you write a column or you write a blog, it's very different than writing a book. Mm -hmm. But I kind of felt like I didn't see much of a difference. I think maybe because I wrote a children's book, it kind of did feel like, you know, just a lengthier blog with a lot of really good illustrations. Mm -hmm. Um, So that helped me. That helped me a lot. Thank you for sharing this. I think it is so inspirational to others who are hearing it, who can relate. I think most of us can relate. Uh, but but instead of going down with the time and the bully and all of the negativity, you rose above. So that in and of itself is a success story. And um, appreciate that you're sharing a bit of your journey with us. Well, now we can't talk about your book yet until we talk about your muse. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> give us a little peek into Bentley. Uh, well, as we speak, he's sitting here on my lap wanting to be petted. And every time I stop, he takes his paw and just pats <laughs> my hand. Hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I want a little bit more attention. And he does the same thing um, when I'm working. He'll come up and just kind of push the laptop out of the way and just <laughs> plop down on my lap. Um, he is a mini sheep doodle. And I forever, um, as for as long as I can remember, I wanted a sheepdog, and my grandmother had a neighbor, year, well, many, many, many years ago that had a, a full-grown purebred sheepdog, and it was so big and fluffy, and that's my personality, big, fluffy, you know. Um, so I kept watching, and there was a dog on Instagram, and his handle is Hey Earl. so if you like to follow dog accounts, it's a good one to follow. But I started, I found him and I started following and I asked them where they got their dog and they told me and um, I I looked forever to try to find one to rescue a doodle. And, you know, I lived in Alabama and there was just never anything. So I did purchase him from a breeder and it turns out that he's actually um, a cousin with the Hey Earl dog. Um, so I got him, I picked him up. Five days before shutdown. Mm. So I think that it was meant to be. Yes. Um, because honestly, I wouldn't have gotten through the pandemic without him. Mm-hmm. He was, he's my little best friend. And I had to take a work trip last week. And uh, he sat at the window almost the entire time oh. looking, uh, looking for me to come back. So it's definitely hard to go away <laughs> when I can't take him with me. I love Bentley. <laughs> and to, it's almost like the two of you are writing these books and taking this writing journey together. Yes, yes, it is. Yep. And I feel like that. And when I see, you know, when I write the different stories, which I have my second book written, it just, uh, it needs to go to the editor for the first round of edits. But I literally can see him with his personality and, <laughs> and, you know, Betty is named after my grandmother, but Betty's also me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can see, you know, the two of them. I treat him. I'm one of those 
dog parents that treats their dog just like he's a human. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I can see him actually just doing and taking part and hearing him say the things. And <laughs> I love all of that. I have 13 cats who have rescued me. And I have that kind of relationship with each and every one to the point as I almost feel embarrassed because I care for them like they are humans. I mean, they not like a crazy cat lady, but just somebody <laughs> who who <laughs> loves and appreciates each one for who they are. And they love me back. And it's just a beautiful thing. And so I hear you. I and I feel exactly what you're saying with this relationship. Very, very special. Okay, if you would now, maybe just give us a peek into the book. <laughs> okay, well, um, it's really funny because the book started out as kind of a book about bullies and where Betty was getting kind of getting bullied and made fun of by a girl at school who didn't think that Bentley, her dog, could be her best friend. So I did, I think I wrote five drafts of the book. And I, I'm a very happy, colorful, like you, you will be hard pressed to find blacks, grays, browns in my closet. Um, I do have some blue, some navy blue for Auburn football games. But other than that, I'm very colorful. Um, so after I did that, I'm like, I don't really want it. I wanted all my books to be happy books. Like I'm a huge, I can't find anything on TV. I turn on the Hallmark Channel. Uh-huh. So it's always lighthearted and it's always fun. And that's, that's the tone that I wanted for all of my books, even though it would teach a lesson or point something out, a characteristic, I still wanted it to be fun and colorful. So I wasn't quite, I wasn't really happy with it. So I just put it down and I know it sounds really cliche, but I literally sat up in bed one night. I had a dream about the book. I sat up and looked around and was like, did that just happen? Like, I think I just like dreamt what I wanted my book to be. (laughs) So I I totally turned it around and wrote a different book. And it's really about Bentley and Betty and Mr. B always play together and they play outside all the time. And Betty was struggling because she didn't think she would be able to play that day because she had just received a pretty big school assignment that was going to take up all of her time. She didn't know how she was even going to finish it. And Bentley comes up with a fantabulous idea. Um, And they, together, they take us on this journey to try to complete Betty's assignment. And along the way, we meet 21 of their colorful characters, which are all different characters from, you know, from insects to giraffes and everything in between. And that, to me, that signified, you know, we can be friends with everybody. Our, all our friends can be very diverse. And I wanted it, I wanted it to be that way and fun, lighthearted. And yes, it's a children's book, so I can make anything a reality, which I also loved. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, so in the end, you know, you'll have to read the book to find out if they actually do solve the dilemma and see what they uh, end up getting into. But I will say that Bentley comes up with a cute little sing-songy, rhymey mm-hmm. phrase. Um, 
that may or may not play into uh, solving Betty's school assignment dilemma. (laughs) I also appreciate how you subtly include these teachable moments, these life lessons, as you said, through just the fact that you've got 21 different and diverse side characters that just show that you can get along and be friends with everyone, but you're not hitting anyone over the head with that statement. So, you know, you, you, you draw that just from the, uh, from the book and the illustration. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate your words and saying that that's kind of, you know, I hope I can tap into that in all of my books Mm -hmm. and, um, I love these characters. I do in my second book, I am introducing a best friend for Betty. I will say that from my travels, my the best trip I ever took was to Bora Bora and Tahiti. So he will um, be from Tahiti and they are going to become best friends over their love of wearing this match box. <laughs> Which I, by the way, never wear match socks. My socks are always mismatched. So, um, yeah, that's how I will introduce him in the next book. And he will be, he's named after my two, uh, my uncle and my great uncle that I had a really good relationship with both of them. So his name will be Petey Jack. And, uh, I will introduce some additional characters, um, along the way. And it's just fun to bring all of the characters together. And uh, I love, you know, when I found my illustrator, I kind of just, I said, okay, I have these, um, here are the characters and here's what I think their personality is. And then she would, you know, go back through because I actually created the characters before I wrote like, or while I was writing the book mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to include them on my website. So I kind of did the process a little bit backwards oh. compared to what most people, I think, do. But it was fun to give them their personalities and their, you know, everything about them. So that was kind of a little separate writing uh, task in and of itself. So that was really fun. I was going to head over to illustrations because the book just comes alive with those illustrations, the front cover. I mean, you want to read that book based on the cover. Thank you. Well, that's what I was going for. Um, my illustrator, Uni, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I was a little nervous. I had done a writing, uh, a little writing like Mastermind, which was fabulous. Um, learned a ton from that. But one of the things with the publishing, you know, when I moved on from that writing class to a publishing mastermind, it was, you know, a little bit more in depth on actually publishing a book. And one of the things was, you know, you have to go through an agency and, you know, you basically turn your manuscript over and they kind of do their thing. And I'm not a control freak, but I have a lot of vision. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like that. Like, I already knew in my head what, you know, I had written the the personalities for the characters, and I knew what colors, like, my favorite color is purple. So I knew that, you know, Betty had to be purple, and some of the characters, um, you know, who they are based off of, their favorite colors and their personalities. So I was a little concerned with that. Um, but the funny way I found her was, like I mentioned, I I websites take a while to create. They're like creating, you know, a new child. So 
so I started the website back in like January and had it laid out in my mind and then found uh, the website Rocket Expansion that I uh, eventually went with to create my website, but I knew I wanted all the characters. So I had to find somebody even before my book was done. So I went to, um, I use a platform called Fiverr and I've used them for a ton of different, uh, things. And I did like a test or basically like an audition. I hired 10 or reached out to 10 different, uh, illustrators, gave them all the same task five responded and those five I hired and said, basically it was, here's pictures of my dog, please design a character. And I knew right away Uni was my favorite. And of course hers came back being the best out of all of them. And she just captured, like she just captured his personality and all of his mannerisms. So um, we worked really well. Um, I basically lucked out, at least I think I lucked out, because when it came time to illustrate the book, she wanted my input. She wanted me to tell her, you know, what do you want on this page? What do you see this as? So I really got to design it mm-hmm. and create it, and she just brought my vision to life. Um, I always wanted a treehouse, so there's a treehouse in there. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces of me um, or things that I like or loved or wanted that I was able to bring into the book. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, sending out, you know, proof copies of the manuscript. I'm like, okay, this is a book, but it's really a story whenever you put the illustrations mm-hmm. to it. It does, it makes a huge difference. Oh my, again, another wonderful story here for you. I am just so fascinated by that. I draw stick people, so it's just I'm useless when it comes to um, drawing. And so when I see artwork where somebody just took a vision of somebody else's and said, what do you want? How do you want this to be? And then they're able to create that. That just blows my mind. I have no idea how that even works. I'm right there with you. I, I have I have a lot of creativity and I do have a huge vision and a huge imagination. And I've always believed, you know, from a very young age, that was always, I was an only child. So I had to get creative and, you know, I had imaginary friends and imaginary husband and, you know, when I was growing up. So I've always been very imaginative and creative. And the way that, like, I'm just, I'm in love with it. Like the way she, she just did everything. I, it just is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she would come back to me with, you know, the rough drawings and even after, and the rough drawings were great, but I said to her, you know, I might need to add some other details once the book, you know, is in color. And she was like, that's fine. And, you know, we would add little things here and there, like pictures on the wall in Betty's bedroom and just different little small details. Um, we moved some of the hidden predators around a little bit so that they weren't quite so obvious. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it was the best experience. And I, it was honestly one of the experiences that I was a little nervous about yes. after reading a lot of the information because I was like, I kind of know how I want my book. (laughs) So I don't really want to turn it over to somebody else without being able to contribute. So it was an amazing process. And uh, I'm looking, she's, 
she creates all of like my coloring pages and everything for my website. So we've been in touch and we're working on some holiday coloring pages now. So it's been a lot of fun. I saw that you have coloring books and you have your book trailer is fabulous as well. That was done well. Then you have your dog tourage membership club. So you've got a lot of fun things going on. Thank you. Um, yeah, the dog tourage came from, I'm, I don't know if you're familiar with the HBO show Entourage, yes. but it was, uh, one of my youngest daughter and I's favorites. And, uh, I think we've rewatched it like twice during, uh, the pandemic. So I, that's where I came up with the dog tourage. So there's a lot of little spinoffs uh, ideas and things in like surrounding the branding and w- what I've created that, you know, pulls from experiences and my loves and things I like. Um, and one of the things we haven't talked about, which sometimes is a little hiccup and hard for me to talk about. Um, but my grandmother loved African violet flowers. So it was, in addition to my book being a storybook and having coloring pages in it, it's also there are also predators hidden uh, throughout the book. Mm-hmm. So there's you know there's that aspect of seeking and finding and kind of like the the food chain um, subliminally included in there. But I've also hidden there's an African violet hidden on one page, and there's a saying with a a cardinal that, you know, when you see, when somebody you love passes away mm-hmm. and you see a cardinal, that means they're paying you a visit. So I wanted my grandmother to be part of every book aside from her name being Betty. So I will hide, and this will be in every book. So I will mm-hmm. include the African violet in every book as well as the cardinal. And you'll have to find those as well. They're hidden somewhere in the book. Um, just to kind of feel like she's, She's in every book. Mm-hmm. That's just having fun with yourself at this point, you know, whether people find <laughs> it or not. It's so meaningful to you. I also knew that your probably your travel agency background is food for inspiration for these books. And you said that where you're going to take them to uh, Bora Bora because that's one of your favorite places. So it's kind of neat how a person's life experiences bleed into any of their writing and their creative endeavors, whether they do it consciously or not. It kind of all blends together uh-huh. and, does. you know, you build off of all of your experiences and, uh, yeah, Bentley and, uh, the crew will do some experiences in travel and, uh, some new adventures as well in the future. The The next book is called Bentley Makes a Dump. And then uh, with a little uh, insert cake. Yes. Uh, up. So um, little play on words. If you haven't noticed, I do love to, uh, not only do I love to create and be colorful, I do like to create my own words. And as in the title, fantabulous idea. So um there's a little play on the title for the next book, and um, he learns he learns a good lesson and teaches us all something about not having to be perfect and doing something the way it's quote unquote supposed to be done or perceived to have to be done. So it's a it's a it's a fun book. I enjoyed writing it as well, and can't wait to see it come to life. I probably have a list of like twenty five ideas oh. with little descriptions 
I can't really, I can't produce them fast enough, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, it's just sometimes the ideas just like flow. So I always write down a little blurb about what I, you know, a potential title and what I think the book would be about. And so I have all those ideas to go back to when I'm ready to do the next book. So it's a lot of fun. Something I wish I could do full time. Hopefully at one point in the near future, I can do just this because I find myself, uh, you know, doing bank recs and planning trips and uh, in pops an idea or a thought of, oh, I'd like to do this or a new made up word. You know, I took a spin off of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and I made up my own little phrase for that. So, you know, that'll pop into my head and Um, So, yeah, that to me is a sign that, you know, this should be, I just want to be able to sit and create all day. It's it's just fun. It's it's my happy place. And, uh, yeah, Yeah. I enjoyed it. Keep doing what you enjoy doing, putting it out there and sharing your heart with people. And good things will come back. And hopefully one day you'll be doing this full time and we'll have a conversation where you say, yep. This is what I'm doing all day and night. and we'll have a... <laughs> well, I hope so. Talking it into reality. Exactly. I'm with you on that. All right, Mickey, anything we missed that you wanted to highlight today? I don't think so. I think I, I enjoyed my time with you. We touched upon the book. I hope everybody loves it uh, as much as I do. And it's a great book that will grow. I, I have a granddaughter who just turned three. So she loves to, she loves reading and hearing me read the book. I read it to her preschool class and they can even point out all and name all the different animals. And then they get a little bit older, then they start, they learn what, you know, what the whole predator idea is about. So it's really a book that, you know, you can, will grow with the child. Mm -hmm. They can read it at three and learn something, but they can still read it at four, five, six, seven, eight. And learn even more. So yeah, I think everybody should pick up a copy of it. (laughs) You know what, that's very smart. The book grows with the child, the child grows with the book, and there's a relationship beyond just that first read. That's very smart. If you would then share contact information so folks know where to find you and get a copy of your book. Of course. Um, You can reach me by email at hello at Mickey, M is the Mary, I-K-I, Taylor.com. My website is MickeyTaylor.com. And I'm always on Instagram. And my Instagram handle is uh, Mickey Taylor Author. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Not as much, but Instagram and my website and email are the best ways to get in touch with me. And you can purchase the book through Amazon, of course, and any other uh, place that you buy books, Um, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Books A Million, um, all of those. And I do have a new special edition hardback book and a new special coloring book that will be coming out right before Christmas. So check back on my website and my social media channels for updates on that. Excellent. Excellent. Such a fun, fun time today. Mickey Taylor and the winning book is titled Bentley's Fantabulous Idea. And the website is MickeyTaylor.com. What a special person you are. Thank you for sharing you and your journey and Bentley and your grandmother and all the little 
secrets that you have hidden within your books. I just love this conversation and I love your book as well. Please keep writing and sharing with us. Thank you for today. Thank you, Pat. I really enjoyed it and I appreciate all you are doing for authors.